and welcome to the Andy Gorman Golf One Putt Podcast. And we are coming to you a day later. That's my fault. It isn't. It's technology. It does play with us from time to time, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, You know, these are the things that we have to deal with. Um, Of course, I'm shared in the room, although slightly different from what we're used to seeing, those of you that catch the podcast on YouTube. And of course, if you don't, you're not used to doing the visual podcast, then you can always go over there and have a look at what we've got to offer. In fact, I would recommend you go there today um, or when you get to watch or listen to this and you get the opportunity because there's some visual demonstrations that I'm going to be giving you. Today's podcast is different. We've got Gareth online as well. So Gareth's got a few questions he's going to be asking throughout the, the session as he does normally. But we're going to do a replica, kind of a replica of what I would be doing on an Instagram live. So if you don't get a chance to see what my Instagram lives are, this is it. This is our lockdown. So Instagram live is what happens. Basically, we turn my living room into my lockdown academy. So we're on lockdown three. When I'm doing lives, it's typically because we're in a lockdown. I'm hoping at some point we'll be doing some lives because we're not in a lockdown um you know and that would be something to celebrate going forward but for now whenever i'm doing lives you know that the uk is in lockdown so um it's so that i can keep helping you and the idea here is that purely and simply i'm here to help you improve your putting which is why during this lockdown wherever you are in the world we're going to be talking about one of the offers that i have and something that i've been doing for over five years okay so this is not new this offer that I'm giving you today is not new, all right? Let's stay tuned because we'll be coming to that going forward. So Gareth, thanks for joining again um, and setting this up for us. So, you know, we've got a few things and we'll talk about a couple of things, you know, there's a couple of pointers just to, uh, I'll tell you what, let's get tour talk out of the way and then we'll get straight into what we've got going forward to offer. So I still haven't had a chance to watch any of the golf partly because time zone, you know, gave us a challenge in watching it live. Uh, I do know who won and I have seen a few, you know, sort of media comments about what took place. I mean, there was a, a, a small issue um, with a, an expletive, not a small issue. I think it's a big issue. And I think players have to be mindful, number one, of the things that they say, knowing that the cameras are close enough to pick up on what they say. A little outburst from a certain player who switched equipment. I'm not sure if he was blaming the equipment, but I don't know if you've caught that, but that was under the radar because, you know, JT took the rap on all of his uh, misdemeanor. Um, You know, so there was a little bit of incident on the golf course, but the major incident really, was it 25 under par? Yeah, ridiculous. And it's five par five, so I think that helps to set it up a little bit. But... um, you know, it, it's a phenomenal golf course. It's one, it's, it's one of those tournaments that if I don't watch it, I don't feel like I've missed too much because I've seen the course before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Hawaii. I mean, you know, what a fantastic setting to play golf. But I think, it, you know, when we get an opportunity, you know, to watch it, we should. Um, what's your take on it? I, I love the tournament. It really kicks off the year for me. It's nice and sunshiny. You get to see what's in the players' bags for the first time and how they've switched and changed. And and it just feels like the start of the golf season, which is which is really cool. Um, the the incident you're talking about with John Rom, kind of a spike mark. Does that happen a lot now, Andy, with the kind of 
almost artificial plastic spikes or do you guys still wear the metal cleats on the on the golf shoes well i think there's a few still wearing metals most of them are wearing you know some kind of other you know platform now you know i think some of the players actually realize that you know as much as ground force reactions and the other things that go on around you know creating pressure you know etc all of that they still need their feet to move because there's going to be some injuries if they don't. So I think that's just something we need to be mindful of. Um, you know, somebody, I saw a post the other day about, you know, sort of Bryson was driving the par four, which is not a first time that that par four has been driven. In fact, just um, Dustin Johnson nearly had a hole in one there a couple of years ago, you know, when he put a driver on the green there and 430 odd yards and it's all downhill and you get the right kick and, you know, roll out relatively firm wind, firm fairways and, and good trade winds, you, you can get very close to holes like that. So it's not new, um, it, you know, but somebody commented on about the fact that, you know, what about when Bryson forgets to move his lead foot, that one swing that he might, and yeah, it could be catastrophic failure. Um, and that's not me laughing at it, it's just a case of, you know, yeah, it could. I mean, this is a, re this is a reality. So I think, we, you know, feet, we need traction, we need stability, we need, you know, comfort in our footwear. Um, but we do need to be, you know, mindful that our, our feet have to be able to move and, and you know, and resist at the same time. <clears throat> when it comes down to what happened with, you know, John Rahm's putt, you know, with regards to a spike mark, we were allowed to tap them down there. Mm. You know, back in the day where we were wearing metal spikes, you know, spike marks were all over the place and you couldn't tap them down. So I'll oh, get a grip, John, you know, mm -hmm. with all due respect, you know, you should have played golf when we were playing and competing when we were your age or when I was your age anyway, you know, when all we had was metal studs and we had spike marks aplenty. It's almost like you're the first group off and you had a whole pile of spike marks and the greens had just been freshly mown for you. It was like, where did they appear from? It didn't matter. Um, you know, you had to deal with it. You can tap it down. If you forgot to tap it down, your fault. Mm, so, yeah, and the short, the short game was was exceptional as well. The, the kind of shots that you saw into the green and the amount of square footage yeah. that was hold as well was was ridiculous. Yeah, I got I picked up a stat actually after we got and talked yesterday, and um, you know we we did have a chat yesterday. And of course, we did so that you know we did record yesterday. It's just that we. You know, we weren't able to recover the cloud recording um, of what we were doing here. But um, it essentially, you know, when I checked it out, his short game, he was in a minus, but in his putting, Harris English was um, that was about plus five, mm -hmm. which is no small feat, you know, to be fair. Um, you know, when players are knocking lots of putts in for birdies, you know, if the winner's having 25 under par, he hasn't run away with it. I think he was in a playoff, wasn't he? He ended up winning. So, you know, um, you know, he was he, he drove it well. His approach shots were good. His short game was not, in relative terms, you know, he, he lost out in terms of strokes gained. Um, but putting, you know, five between five and six plus, you know, that's a really, you know, that's really impressive. So, you know, for somebody whose short game's been poor, it tells you that actually his approach shots were good. So yeah. if I'm reading that correctly, so, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's where we sometimes we have to be a little bit mindful of, you know, what, what we're at, but, you know, we talked before we'd even seen those stats and we were talked about, it's very rare that a player wins if he isn't putting well. And it's sort of, 
you know, to, to compete and contend, you have to play well from tee to green. We know the importance of tee to green, but, you know, it's really important to also understand, you know, that the, the guy generally who finishes in that top or in that f- top five sector is going to be in the top 10 of putting as well. It's, you know, we can't overlook it. 40% of the shots still to this day are on the green. And then another 25 or so percent are inside uh, your 100 yards. So we can't overlook the short game. As much as everybody goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's all about the driving. It's all about the distance. It's all about the approach shots. I'm not saying it isn't because it's not a game with wedges. You know, we've got par three courses for that. Um, But it is a game that we have to be very mindful that if you cannot get the golf ball rolling efficiently, you are going to struggle overall in your scores. Or if you get the opportunity to contend and compete for a victory, whether it's your monthly medal, whether it's your flight, you know, whether it's your club championship or whether it's a tournament that you're seeing on TV. If you cannot get that ball rolling, your contention will be left wanting invariably. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, it, you, we, we can't overlook it. You know, irrespective, we cannot overlook it. And generally speaking, the guys are overlooking it or saying that long game is much more important to the guys who don't, don't know anything about putting a short game. So, you know, in terms of, I don't know a little bit, but they're not going to know it in terms of uh, the detail that we talk about on a regular basis. Yeah, we had an older model ping putter in the bag I saw as well, one of the Scottsdale range mallet putter. But what I was really intrigued about it, it looked like it was a, a lengthened putter as well. It was, he stands quite tall in our kind of athletic posture that we talk about. And he makes a really good stroke when he approaches the golf ball. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Justin Thomas as well, another mm-hmm. example of somebody who stands up to it, activates the spine through extension, you know, and has a very efficient putting stroke. Sure, he misses a few, right? Um, and I think there'd be, <clears throat> I wouldn't put that down all down to stroke because it's not always all down to stroke. It, you know, there are things that I think he could tighten up and improve. He's looking to do that. And, um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a very solid looking putting stroke. And, you know, I think he's continuing to work and develop. And, you know, we've said yesterday about how good his short game actually is. He's worked really, really hard on those wedges. So Mm. a little snippet that I caught as well. Not sure if you've seen it. Jordan Spieth consulting with Butch Harmon. Yeah, yeah. It's about time he made a change. And I know, I, I imagine it wasn't going to be Michael Greeley on the bag. It was going to be a coaching change. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I think he needs to get a fresh set of eyes. Hmm. You know, whether or not it's a full-time thing. I thought Butch had retired. Um, he wasn't going to take any new clients on. I know he, you know, he's around at tournaments and, and the like. But, you know, he's of the age now where he's got to be very mindful of... Um, you know, of travel and exposure to, you know, any sort of illnesses that potentially, you know, he's at the right age for the category, you know, um, of risk. So I think, you know, he's looked, you know, he's done a stellar job. And if he's anything like us and coach, he'll, li- he'll live and die coaching. So, you know, um, but yeah, you know, to have that, to have a conversation, you know, with Butch Harmon, I think is a smart move from from Jordan, and whether you know or not, it becomes a bit of consultation from Cameron, you know, McCormack, you know, his coach. Um, I think you know, I think only good can come from it. You know, I think there's 
uh, you know, Butch is not a guy who changes dramatically technique. You know, when a player's got a winning formula, he doesn't change it. He didn't change Fed Couples from his turn, you know, lift and turn. He didn't change Dustin Johnson's hand position. You know, he facilitated, you know, how they were going to make a consistent strike on the golf ball with the method that they've got. They're already great players, or good players. You know, to become great, to become a major champion, you know, you've got to make some kind of tweak or change in there, but it's not always technical. You know, Tigers was about turning a, you know, a young, lithe, flexy, floppy, uh, you know, athlete into, um, you know, the machine and, you know, into a solid frame, a, you know, a lean physique and, you know, and from there. But yeah, it's um, certainly for me, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a smart move. Because mm, uh, Butch, Butch did it recently with Rory as well, didn't he, when, when Michael Bannon couldn't get over because of the COVID and everything else, Rory went to see Butch just for a bit of a tune-up and in that game, similar consultancy role. I wasn't I wasn't aware of that, but that's interesting as well, isn't it? You know, because he's always had Michael on there, mm-hmm. um, you know, on, on that. And and maybe that would be, a you know, an open conversation that, you know, these, these coaches who would know each other very well, you know, would have. And so, look, you know, can you cast an eye over him? Can you get me some numbers? Can you, ca- you know, send me some video? You know, can you have a look? And, you know, because of, Butch is much more of an independent, you know, sort of guy and not necessarily an interferer of method, um, I think it would be a sound, a sound place, sound consultant to have in, in situ. I, you know, I quite like the idea of that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And if we're, if, if we're ever precious about our players, right, if ever we get to a point where we, we, we fear losing them, we've already lost them. Exactly. You spoke a little you bit know. about that, that kind of relationship and the, what you can build and the beauty and now of what we do online. We don't have to be in the same room to, to learn and communicate. How have you coped and, and what are you doing during these lockdown periods to kind of still connect with your clients? Um, well, you know, we, we're, we've got an offer, um, you know, available. So, you know, ultimately I'm going to share that with, with everybody now. Um, but yeah, we do remote coaching, as you know, something that I've done for five, and you know, I'm heading towards six years, if it isn't six already. Um, you know, and I've had clients where I've met with them subsequently. So we've worked for three, four, five, six months and then had the opportunity to meet. And so subsequently, you know, that's a great opportunity because it's really nice. You forge a relationship, you know, doing uh, remote coaching, you know, and you may never, ever meet that client and, you know, sort of press the flesh. And I know we're not supposed to, but you know what I mean, you know, even just, you know, um, a fist pump. You know, it's nice. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, yeah. Normally, because I'm eating, I don't get to talk with dark, cold climates, you know, so we are in short sleeves. So, but it, but it is nice to meet with, with you, um, with your clients. And you forge relationships with, with you know, and, and, and friends, um, you know, through this. You know, as you know, I, I worked with a guy, um, Bill Bush, and, you know, through, um, well, before the pandemic, you know, hit us and, um, you know, helped to transform his short game woes. You know, his wedge play was, you know, he won't mind admitting that. I said woefully, go like, oh, you're going easy on me. You know, I'm certainly not going soft on him. You know, woeful is a safe word to use. Pitiful was, you know, he, he was struggling. Mm-hmm. He had the yips, you know, I mean, by his declaration and, you know, and through the video, 
um, analysis, we were able to establish that, yeah, he definitely got the yips, but he's out the other side and enjoying his golf again. And he was ready to give it up. So, you know, now he's become a friend for life, you know, because, you know, um, and I'm not overplaying that either. That's a really important thing to understand. You know, we're in constant communication. We talk about the golf industry. Yes, we talk about things that are going on. You know, we understand a little bit more about about each other. You know, about the, our family dynamics, etc. So, you know, yeah, we've we've forged the relationship there. That's of our doing at external from the coaching. You you know, primarily I'm here to help folk improve their putting and short game. And so that's where we, you know, where we are with it. And, um, you know, we're particularly pleased that we've been able to, well, we've got products and, and, you know, a service that goes together hand in hand or, you know, forearm and putter, um, you know, and, you know, obviously I'll get a chance to share that with folk going forward, but yeah, you know, lockdown for me just means I end up doing more online coaching, uh, remote coaching that I would call it because, you know, us communicating like this, you know, is is online, but actually it's remote. We're having a remote telephone call or a remote meeting, you know, and, uh, you know, that's different from sending a video and having somebody look at the video and then send you back some notes or ideas on another video, et cetera. That's, that's online learning. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with online learning. It's part of the process of remote coaching. But the coaching is finding out where the player is, where, you know, what is it? That you're struggling with and, and becomes part of the, the the sort of introduction and the you, you know how we um sort of breach the, the two-dimensional perspective of video you know and communicate with each other as if you were standing in front of me in the in the studio which yeah, is the illustrated behind you exactly <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing better for me working from home and being able to access golf instruction in my own environment, in my own space, at my own time. And there's no excuse now during this period to improve your, your putting in short game, putting especially. Yeah, I mean, you know, short game may be a bit of a challenge. We don't have the spring at the moment that we did have, you know, in the first lockdown. So, you know, that that's a slightly different scenario. Short game may be a little bit of a challenge. I can half swing a wedge in here you know, and I can illustrate what we need to be working on. But, you know, if the club gets above my shoulders, I risk taking, you know, the chandeliers out, mm -hmm. um, you know, but, you know, ultimately, you know, yeah, you've got to have a little bit of space and you've got to be mindful that, you know, the um, 300 pound a square yard carpet doesn't um, yeah, get, get damaged, <laughs> um, you know, by wedge shots. So, um, you, you know, windows, ornaments, TVs, all of that sort of stuff, you know, you got to do the safety thing first, you know, so do your risk assessment um, for once of sounding a little bit local government, um, you know, but putting rolling the ball along the ground, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? The cat or the dog jumps on the ball, you know, stops it from going into that put out hole that you've been trying to wrestle with for the last, you know, however many years, um, you, you know, so rolling the ball along the ground, you basically need a bit of carpet you don't need to have a golf mat necessarily but you do need a bit of carpet to be able to roll the golf ball on um you know a bit of a target well you know you can stick a, a mug down you know don't fill it up with your you know coffee just in case you hit it a little bit too hard and crack the mug um you know but you just need something that's going to replicate your golf hole target you know and and make the best of it if you can get hold of a mat i mean crikey i can only imagine putting mat sales have shot through the roof again nets 
slightly less so because we're not ready to get out in the garden yet. But but certainly, you know, targets, golf hole targets, etc. All of these things, we do need to be, uh, you know, we can look at them, but you know, be mindful. You may they may have already run out. Don't stop your practice just because. You know, the manufacturers can't or the suppliers haven't got enough mats. Remember, the mats are coming from the Far East. And if they are coming from the Far East, then there is a transportation problem. So there is a shortage, world shortage of containers, um, you know, because they've just not gone back. You know, so there's there's lots of things logistically that are going to pose problems from that. But, you know, a bit of carpet, chuck it down on the ground. If it runs reasonably smooth and reasonably quick, you know, sort of putting green speed, then, you know, absolutely great. Um, that's your start point. Then you need a golf ball and a putter. Well, most of us will have one of those lying around or two or three or four with the golf balls or, you know, even putters. And then you can you can get onto it. And that's where then you can create a video, which then allows you to interact with me um, and be able to do, you know, something that is going to help your putting absolutely no end going forward. So, you know, when we get the opportunity, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, you know, this, it isn't coming for free, um, but there's a great deal on offer for, for everybody. What would help me, Andy, from, from a kind of constructional perspective, have you got any training aids within this kind of bundle that would help me as well when we have a remote live session? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got the T-Stroke products, so, you know, we have an Arc Bat. Now, there are plenty of these available, okay? They're not just the T-Stroke Arc Mat, but... Um, oftentimes, you know, I get asked the question, what's the significance? Number one, the sweet spot travels on the solid white line that you see there. It's called the sweet spot plane line. And the reason why it's called the plane line rather than arc line is because if the putter shaft is moving in plane correctly, and I will explain this visually so you can see as well, if it is moving correctly, the sweet spot of the putter will rise and fall. When it rises and falls at an angle, then it will move inside gently. Okay, so it depends on the rise angle more than anything else as to what will actually happen with it. So there's me standing on the carpet, uh, the putt's not straight. So I'm just tapping down with spike marks. So the idea here is uh, I've got a little bit of movement from left to right, which is um, you know, one of those things that happens you know, in all good spaces. There generally is a little bit of movement for whatever reason. Um, but, but essentially, you know, you line it up, you get yourself set and you can then get the golf ball down on, uh, on the hole that represents the right-handed golfer. So they're both sides available on this. Now the movement, basically what we're looking for is the movement of the putter to go from side to side. So as we not round the body. So this putter is moving from side to side. As my chest moves from uh, you know, it's going to move around me. It's not going to move up and down in front of me. This, this sternum has to move from side to side to be human, to be anatomically correct. And if it's just pivoting around itself, there's no momentum to go from side to side. So you're now having to create momentum with the hands and arms. So that's the, you know, a, a real key. And then we've got the angle of the shaft. So, you know, there's lots of training aids out there that can help, you know, understand movement, but, you know, putting board is one where guys may well have already seen it, that you get the opportunity to rest the shaft across that board. And when you swing from side to side, then remember it's side to side, you get the putter moving in a straight line in plane. So the shaft is moving from side to side in a, in a straight line. 
So in effect, the shaft is straight back and straight through. And the sweet spot of the putter as it rises off the ground, as the head of the club lifts in that period of rotation and movement, the putter creates the visual effect of the arc, which is now two-dimensionally imaged on the ground with the putting mat. So the T-stroke putting mat allows me then to establish if I'm moving around the body, so I'm, I'm, that's around, not an arc, okay? An arc is where the putter moves from side to side, and I'm hoping that you can see that the sweet spot of the putter is actually on the, on the, the plane line, and as it moves back and then forward, it also follows through the same way. So when we're swinging the putter and we're hitting the ball, we can then train effectively to be able to replicate the stroke that follows that two-dimensional visual. And the idea is that that allows me to get a, a visual perspective, but not necessarily an authoritative stamp. That doesn't have to follow 100%. It follows approximately you follow you know focal asked me andy what what does what's the number of the arc on your mat because there are another products out there you know visio has got four different mats well put four different mats five different mats i think on well put you know they've because they've got a straight back and straight through one and you know that's face square physical impossibility by the way just in case you're listening for the first time it's physically impossible to swing the putter straight back and straight through and keep the sweet spot on the target line at the same time. It's a physical impossibility. You have to manufacture it, in other words. So when I say physical impossibility, yes, you can do it, but you have to manufacture it. It doesn't come natural, and it doesn't follow the laws of physics. So if you are following a pills stroke principle in a pure inline stroke, then you are defying the laws of physics, and that becomes a bit of a challenge to me, um, you know, especially as that principle of coaching came from a NASA scientist. Anyway... Um, but the key here is that as we swing the putter from side to side, you know, we don't need to worry about what the number is. We need to worry about the movement. So good posture allows me to move my right shoulder back. And then on the way through, it allows me to move my left shoulder back. And that allows me to deliver a nice square stroke into the back of the ball. The beauty about it as well is, you know, I've got a couple of weights on here to hold it in place. These are door stops you can get from a hardware store and I can set up a gate drill. And that gate drill allows me to then establish my start line. So it can be a little imposing at times, but you know, I can just practice that. And if I can get the golf ball to go through that gap, which is around 50 mil, then that gives me about a half a degree error. And I can get that golf ball starting on the appropriate start line. So that's immediately some feedback that allows me to then establish uh, that I'm starting the golf ball well without worrying about trying to follow the golf ball and see whether it's on that line or it's going into the hole. The, the end result of going into the hole is great, of course. So, you know, that's that's the mat and that's gate drill practice. That's something that you can do. You know, and these these sort of weights are not a lot of money. They're, you know, I don't know, three, four, five pounds, something like that from a hardware store um, in the UK and would be similar sort of money I would anticipate in um you know, in the US, uh, as for other places around the world, I've not gone into hardware stores to go and buy anything, so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, T-Stroke is the other product that we have, and this is part of the bundle. So the mat, the T-Stroke mat and the T-Stroke itself are a part of the coaching bundle. It's a full 
consultation on your putting stroke, which will also include a putter fitting. Now, the whole idea of this is to understand that when we designed the T-stroke now uh, in 2011, December 2011, so nine years now, this has been in some kind of form. form um, the idea was to fix poor setup posture, poor shaft and forearm angles. This was what was coming through in my studio. And yes, you can deliver the putter reasonably well from here, but you are fighting the fact that now the putter is outside the, the arc line. It is um, closed to the path and the plane and subsequently fighting pull putts. That's the response. So we want the shaft plane to be matched up to the forearms. And when we get that, we can get some geometry into the stroke as well. Ooh, big word. All right, and a bit of science. I don't like that. I like things to get natural, but the only way it gets natural is to be corrected to start with. Shoulders, in effect, look after path. So if we start with the shoulders completely askew, path is looking like that. And what we want is for the putter to be able to move from side to side. So we've got the principle of aim here on the mat, but also in the setup. Now I can get my setup so that the resting position of the bar is lightly onto my forearms. When it's lightly on the forearms, now I know that my forearms are square and my shoulders are now square, and then I can actually practice that movement from side to side. So back, I can feel there, or oh, become a little bit handsy. I haven't let my shoulders control the stroke. And then from there, likewise on the way through. Right. So there, I didn't feel like I've got complete control over it. But using the T-stroke, what I'm doing is giving myself the option or give myself the feeling, you know, of getting things into a place, getting into a perfect setup position each and every time. And that allows me then to develop that feel. Now, what I did forget, and this is what happens, this is why changing your putter, if you're going to change your putter, by all means you can, I've said this many times before, that if you change your putter from one style, and the style is not the shape, okay, the difference between that mallet and that club here, you know, blade, whatever we want to call it. Look, how can that be a blade? It's got a heel and toe waiting. Right. But the difference between those two there is not just the shape of the head, but the profile of the shaft in relation to the, center, uh, the, the face of the head. So the bigger option is here. I've got a similar style, which, of course, now you know that I like the style of an answer. Right, T-stroke putter, by the way. Mm. Right, yeah, just there you go. One time only. Um, they are limited, limited editions. So this one is actually uh, AG triple zero. Um, I think I made five more or six, so there were six in total. Um, I prefer the style and visual looks of the heel and toe waiting. Um, that's just a visual, but position of the shaft. So I set the golf ball up in exactly the same way that I would normally, but the golf ball was too far forward for this offset head. So as he came to the point of impact, the first putt, I ended up missing it left because the club face was further rotated. Had the gate drill been in, it would have hit the left post and ricocheted back. So, um, you know, it would have been much more obvious. So what I then did on the, on the second putt, on that last putt there, is I got myself in the settle position, just moved the ball slightly further back so that the face was still going to be square as it passed my uh, center of my body. So the T-stroke 
it gets us into the optimum setup position, which is the shaft points to the elbow. You can see there that the T-peg represents that. The extension goes all the way up. And he's just resting on that forearm position there. What we don't want is this ulnar deviation that a lot of folk talk about in coaching to, and so that the shaft is pointing to the inside of the elbow. And the reason they do that is to stop the wrists from breaking down. That now creates tension. And yet we can drop the hands down the club a little bit, but the tension that's in my shoulders and neck and this forced rocking of the shoulders ultimately causes the putter to break down. And I can't rock my shoulders without my head moving. I mean, I'm looking at it in the screen there, and I'm kind of like, oh my word, how much does it move? Yeah, if I get into optimum setup position, nice and relaxed, allow the arms to hang. There's no movement there in my head whatsoever. I'm pivoting around my spine. My sternum is moving from side to side. That creates the motion. That gets the movement going. That stabilizes everything through the stroke. And more importantly, then we don't get this breaking down at the point of impact. It all swings through neatly and nicely connected. So the idea of the T-stroke was purely and simply to create a connection that then allowed us to stop poor habits of setup, getting into you know, flexion or deviation in the wrists. And then it also allowed us to get that sort of byproduct really, because we didn't set out to get the forearms and shoulders lined up. So, you know, when we get that, then ultimately we end up with a nice control of the impact, the speed of the club. So, you know, everything is working from here now. I'm comfortable that I can deliver that club. Remember to move the ball a fraction further back and get a nice strike on that golf ball. So, you know, when I have a challenge, and the reason why I don't use an offset putter now, when uh, you know, it's purely and simply because when I have the challenge of, um, you know, of advancing the ball forward, that's my default in golf, then that putter's not going to help me. Knowing that, I optimize the fit of my club, not just in length, which is really important, which of course we can do in remote coaching. Um, you know, but I was able to optimize where the club face was in relation to that shaft. So it hits my defaults or corrects my defaults much more effectively. So I, I have to get much further advanced in, into the defaults before um, it, you know, it shows up. So I'm not missing putts um, in the way that I would miss putts ordinarily, which is why since I've been using that particular putter, I can't recall missing a putt inside six feet. And I mean that genuinely, you know, I mean, you know, those of you that are regular listeners know that, you know, so, you know, six foot putts and in, you know, well, you might as well give them to me. I still work really hard to hold a six foot putt, by the way. It's not just a gimme. It's not just like a tap it in, you know, there's line and pace that has to be dealt with. You've got to read the greens from six feet. There's a lot of influence can happen on the golf ball. You could be aiming six you know, eight inches away from the start, uh, from the edge of the hole, the center of the hole. So, you know, you get on a really slopey green, you're going to be, you're going to see some effects at six feet. So, so those are the, those are the pieces of equipment you can train with. Ultimately, of course, we've got the, the Wix ruler here in the UK. Look, they're less than 10 pounds. I think they're about six or seven pounds. Um, you know, this it's, it's an aluminium ruler. Here's my challenge. I, because we're going to be announcing something going forward. The problem with an aluminium ruler is its lack of rigidity. You can see it flexing, 
And if you stood on it or knelt on it, you've lost its form. So you've got to go and buy another one. Um, you know, so just bear that in mind um, in terms of if you look after it, it'll last you a lifetime. But, um, you know, that, that's where your first uh, challenge would be. But it's 40 inches long, it's just over a metre. From the hole, which is where we're working from here, that works really nicely. Uh, puts, put it down and let's get that golf ball rolling down that roller. So the idea now, put the ball in the hole, it'll rest in there quite nicely. And the idea is to be able to just roll the ball down there. Now, what it does is it gives us the option for the gate drill without the, the penalty of hitting the blocks. But you're looking to get an end result of rolling the ball off the end. Now, this does not come with the kit. What I'm saying is that this is something you can train and practice as well. And then from here, just make that stroke. You get that golf ball rolling down the roller. As you can see there, a pretty effective result. And for me there, that's part of our training. That's our elite training program. You know, it is can you beat the coach? Right. So to beat the coach, you've got to hit the ball down there consistently off the end 60 times because AG managed to do it 59 times. And then the phone went. I carried on putting whilst the phone was ringing and you know you should never do that just walk away start again if you come back and miss it oh well at least you, were, you know what you, you missed it because you're out of rhythm but the idea is to get into rhythm not just in method but also in focus so we raise that focus on practicing and that's why a lot of my elite players will get to 40 and then they'll lose their focus and it's the focus that we need to really be dialed in with when we're getting out onto the golf course so you know it's not just method and the ability to repeat that consistent strike is the ability and stroke, of course, but it's also to stay focused when the need arises, when you've got a, a putt you think is a gimme and you go ahead and miss it. So that's what the T-stroke um, products do, but also what the, the Wix ruler will do as well. But watch this space because we've got a little announcement to come fairly shortly. So, uh, so that's part of, that's pretty much what, you know, the training products are, the T-strokes, the, one hour consultation, which, you know, I, you should know I'm not precious over time. What's an hour, right? Is it 50 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes? It's whatever time it takes to get your consultant, your consultation in. So it's scheduled at around about an hour. If it's a little bit longer or a little bit shorter, it's not about the time. It's about the consultation. What are the needs? We're looking for posture. We're looking for your method, right? So the video analysis, you know, if you have one of these consultations you get coaching within that consultation so it's not just a case of all oh, these are the things you're doing wrong the coaching that you get during your consultation then is observed for the next 30 days so you get the t-stroke you get the mat you get one hour consultation and coaching and you get 30 days observations with notes to follow you know and if you want to book another session then you can do that um, ultimately, but what the consultation and the program is all about is the 30 day program is one hour of time consultation face to face in this manner. The training products for you to train effectively, the knowledge and then the observations for the next 30 days. And that's you'll pay £150 for. In effect, what you're doing is you're getting your T-strokes products, your mat and your T-stroke for free. I can't package uh, these rulers at this point in time that's not for me to do that's for you to go and order order click and collect from wix you know you can go ahead and get one or watch this space because 
there's an announcement coming. Um, that would suggest that maybe I've got a product that's going to be able to get one out to you. So that's just something for you to be mindful of as well. But, um, you know, crucially here is being able to create a package of products that allows you to go out and practice or be at home and practice effectively. The consultation is crucial because during that period will also fit your putter. When I get you face to face, I will get the putter accurate to within a quarter of an inch and a quarter of a degree. When you get me remotely, I'll get the putter accurate to within half an inch and half a degree. And considering that we're doing this remotely, um, that is more than enough tolerance for every single player on the planet, not just for the recreational 20 handicap golfer who thinks he's going to get a shoddy job because this is not about a shoddy job. This is about making sure you get the right approach and that's crucial. Good stuff. And a great part today as always. Really enjoyed the different format because it showed me how remote live coaching can work and how during these difficult times I can still improve my putting. Yeah, you know, and one of the key keys to this is because we all catch a video. Even if you never send me a video, all right, I've set the room up in a way that you can see exactly how to record your own videos. Okay, so the edge of the mat has got a black line to it. It's you know, it's, it's stitched down the side. That black line is exactly in the centre of the screen, running straight up the screen. Takes quite a while to set it up, and I know what I'm doing, okay? But make sure you have your centre line, because that's where your hands are needing to be. Notice where my hands are now. They're not just in the centre line of the screen vertically, but also horizontally, okay? So that is dead centre of, uh, of the screen. Now, when you do a face-on video, you do exactly the same, but face-on. So now you've got the back edge of the ball and the centre of the, the shaft and the, and the face of the club right in line with the centre there, right in the centre of the screen. This gives you the perfect opportunity to be able to see everything perfectly down the line. We have got everything dialed in now for coach and client observation. So whether you ever become a client and you've paid me to help you out or you just carry on and do it yourself if you follow those two particular positions you will absolutely nail your angles every single time it takes a little while to to line the camera up and the easy way to do it is chuck your ruler down on the ground where in between right on the edge of your feet where your feet are going to go look oh look at that what a what an incredible coincidence that that happens to be where i am and you know from there just put your, either put the stick down or the ruler down. That wants to be in the center of the screen. Work out where you're aiming, but remember that the ball will be maybe 10 to 12 inches further away from you this way. So that's where you'll be aiming, but run that parallel. And then from there, you are good to go. And that's going to help you no end for being able to analyze your putting stroke and every other shot that you want to play as well. But if you can do that and then dial that in every single time, you create consistency around your own analysis. And that's really important. Andy, thank you for today. Really enjoyed it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and, and it is slightly different. But again, you know, those of you that watch any of my Instagram lives, which during lockdown will continue to follow on at five o'clock, uh, sorry, four o'clock um, GMT. Um, you know, just follow those on Insta. You'll find me at Andy Gorman Golf on Insta and, you know, Facebook and 
Twitter and all the other accounts that you'll find us on as well. But the crucial part of this is making sure that you understand the simplicity to what we're offering reduces results as if you've gone through the complexity you know, of what you think is coaching. And you know, it's not about coaching. Coaching is about getting the method, a principle, attach it to the human principle of what we do, and more importantly, get a simple approach to it. So you know, if it's come across as complex, I apologize. It ain't going to get any more simple wherever you go. So you know, this is the simplest approach to, to coaching uh, and to learning. And it has guaranteed results. And I mean that seriously, guaranteed results. If you go to uh, any of our posts, you'll see the offer, the Lockdown Academy uh, offer, and you can take advantage of that pay through our ClickCart system and, you know, you're good to go. So, yeah, I've had a number of inquiries already, um, and I do not have, and that's just off the um, platform uh, that we've had the posts going out. There are not an unlimited amount of spaces and don't think that, you know, I'll leave it for a couple of weeks because Andy Gorman is a busy man with these programs when he runs them. So, you know, don't think it's not a sales pitch. Don't think that they will be around. I cannot do more than 20 clients at a time on the, on lockdown, on this lockdown offer, because this is a one month offer. I've got numerous clients on three month and 12 month programs and they have, you know, as much time, you know, in, in there to be allocated as well. So, you know, I don't have a bottomless pit of time, um, you know, because you, you are getting me, you know, it's not a clone. It's not, you know, somebody who puts one of my wigs on. Um, you are definitely getting Andy Gorman doing the coaching and you will get to speak to me face to face. So if you want to take up the offer, feel free, click on there, fill in the details and then we can schedule your appointment. Okay. It's been a pleasure guys, as always. And we look forward to being able to catch up with you next week. Stay safe and keep well. And we'll, we'll see you soon.